we win and an intro song for when we lose. We do. Yo, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to um, what could go down as like just a ton of denial. Maybe just this is going to sound like a, a podcast where two fat guys talk about cake. Like it's killing them slowly, but boy, do they love it. Uh, this is Boys Will Be Boys. I'm here with uh, my esteemed co-host, Ben Walker. Ben, how you doing today? What up, what up? How you doing, Anthony Goat-Gatelli? Oh, not, I mean, better now, my man. Better now that it's Tuesday. I've had 48 hours to let it sink in. Um, I'll tell you what, dude, uh, and, and we can both kind of tell our, our tale of how we absorbed this most recent Cowboys self-destruction. But um, So it's Sunday afternoon. I have a bunch of people in town for Austin City Limits. For If you haven't been to Austin City Limits Music Festival, amazing, amazing nice. festival. It's great. Um, so I'm coming off of a night. I go see Chance the Rapper. I got my, my girlfriends in town from Connecticut. I'm having a great time with her. A bunch Oof. of my boys are in town. Tons of great stuff. I see Jay-Z on Friday night. Um, it's just a great weekend so far. And I know I don't have work Monday, so I'm just chilling. It's, it's just perfect. So 3.30 rolls around, a couple extra people roll over to the crib and turn on the Cowboys game. We're all kind of trying to temper our expectations a little bit, you know, like, hey, you know, they didn't play great last week, you know, they scored 30 and lost, so, you know, we got to be prepared. But I'll be goddamn if the Cowboys didn't find a way to pull my heart out anyway. We end up – we leave the house at halftime to go to the festival. We're killing them. We're absolutely demolishing the Green Bay Packers. So you left mid-game. Do you know what happened after you left? I went to the festival, and there's a beer hall at the festival where they have the TV playing the game. So I was watching it with a huge crowd of Cowboy fans. And so this is where it sucked. So I'm like, how the fuck are we losing, blah, blah, blah. I see Dak live rush in for what should have been the game-winning touchdown. Place goes ape shit. Everyone's losing their mind. People, strangers are high fiving. Fucking Dax the man. Fuck yeah, Zeke. All this shit. The missus is like, all right, we got to go to this stage to see this act. So I'm like, all right, oh, yeah, no. game's pretty much over. We're good, dude. Our defense oh, isn't going to no. go an 80 yard drive in a minute. We're not that bad. Lo and fucking behold, dude. Aaron Rodgers, if he doesn't just march right down the goddamn field and score with, like, no time left, I swear to God. And I was wearing my Cowboys hat, and next show I'm at, this dude taps me, and I turn around and this dude wearing a Packers tank top, and he's like, what happened to the Cowboys, dude? What I'll, happened, dude? I'll just square dude, I was square punch him in the face. straight up kill this guy, for real. Okay, so where were you at? Yeah, so my – was it was very similar we had uh we had a few people over um we had one of our friends in town and then you know people just started texting us and we were like what are you doing for the game we were like yeah just come over just come over come over watch watch fantasy you know watch the noon games had the red zone up and it already started poorly because my red zone my fantasy team was doing pretty terribly i feel that Um, so I was like, man, whatever. We'll just we'll watch the Cowboys. And unlike, uh, I guess, your vibe there, uh, there wasn't much positivity on our end, even pregame. Like, really, we were doing our our, our annual pregame pick'em, and and uh, one of my friends went ahead and picked the Packers as their upset pick. Which, by the way, we have to get into how the hell we were favored yeah, going into that. Um. So you know, we weren't expecting. We weren't expecting the world, but when he started off as hot as we did, you know, it, it it looked good, and it just, man, it just had everything everything going right in that first half, everything you want to see, and just slowly, man, slowly, as the Cowboys only can do, we yeah. get our get our hearts broken. You know, I I've I've gone over it a hundred times when I had to watch the highlights. I mean, on paper everything it needed to do to win from an offensive standpoint. You look at the the stat lines we got from our guys here. <clears throat> Dak, 25 of 36, 251, three touchdowns. One ter- one interception, I don't really call that his fault. That's a classic Terrence Williams body yeah, catch. Yeah, how do you want to do this? You want to go you want to go quarter through quarter here? You want to you want to break that? We can go offense 
last week, defense last week, offense next week, defense next week. What do you, what do you like? Yeah, let's uh, let's just let's just take it take it from the beginning here. So we get ball first, as as we always do, and for the right. first time, we look good. We go yeah. like on the first drive. You we know, build, we get built out a little bit by a penalty in the end zone. Yeah, that was a little ticky tacky. But Dez should have caught listen, that ball. Listen, we're big homers, so any Packer fans out there, yeah, that was a that was a bullshit call. But you know what? Uh, we're probably yeah. owed about five. I was gonna so. say we're we, if we're if we're <laughs> keeping track here, I think that makes us like one for twenty on 50-50 ticky tack calls. Yeah. So then we we wound up scoring. I think it was little Cole Beasley right after the penalty. Um, good to see him get involved early and often, and, and that, that was nice. And Dak looked then, sharp. He was throwing some balls, you know, on that drive. He had a, a very Tony Romo-esque escape and throw down the field to Bryce Butler that Butler turned into a very nice gain after the catch uh, in addition to making yeah, a great catch in traffic. Game, our first big reception of the game, and it, it looked good. Um, yeah, that came out sharp. The ball at will. Um, and it was a long drive, too. I think we took like eight minutes off the clock. Um, I have to look exactly what it, says it was. We scored at 824. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It was like six and a half minutes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 12 place or, yeah, 12 place, 75 yard drive, 636 off the clock. Beautiful. Um, just, just patent cowboy offense, you know. So I don't know if you know, go going into this game, we were 28th in time of possession. <laughs> last year, last year in the NFL, we were second. So obviously getting away from the bread and butter. So it was nice to come out like that. And then um, right afterwards, our defense, I mean, we should have known it was going to be one of those type of games. Um, Rodgers and company marched down eight plays, 75 yards. I don't even think they faced a third down. I do not think so either. I think those were, that was straight. Well, and, and the, the thing that shocked me was the running. Um, now, obviously, this team was playing without Sean Lee. Um, we've heard all the complaints about Jalen Smith, Hitch's, you know, first game back. Um, linebacker core is in disarray. But, man, to watch Aaron Jones, who I don't know about you guys, I, I, I have not – I don't think I've ever seen Aaron Jones in an NFL game before. And this dude looked like Barry Sanders. He was straight just chopping off eight-yard chunks every single time he touched the ball. There was no negative plays from him, at least on so, this drive. Yeah, we should we should mention heading into this game, of course, they're without their leading running back slash receiver conversion, Ty Montgomery, who's been solid. Um, you know, we were a little banged up heading in, but really the only major loss, Sean Lee, was uh, not active. And, I mean, that just made all the difference. I, I don't know. The defense without him, Andy, is – with him is is maybe you can use that classic bend but don't break thing that people like. <laughs> but with him, they're completely broken. Yeah, I mean, I think we're we've been watching this team for long enough to know that bend but don't break means bad but sometimes lucky. Yeah. Um and, and this team definitely is that. I think what is more frustrating, even just right off the bat with this defense, is that they will make good plays. I watched Jordan Lewis make good plays. I watched David Irving make good plays. I watched Tank Lawrence make good plays. It's just that it seems like in the biggest moments, this team falls apart. Case in point, the well, we'll get there. I want to. I want to get into the the penalty on Benson Mayowa. Yeah, well, on the sixteen yard sack, which was a backbreaker for that drive. Yeah. So let's go. So then. Second drive, once again, we marched down the field. Um, a lot of Zeke, um, a little bit of Dez, um, you know, a little bit of wit. I mean, Dak just looked great, and we wound up going 11 plays, um, 75 yards, touchdown. Another five. Oh, and, he's, and he's finding everybody. I mean, Rod Smith is catching balls. I mean, we're, he's, he's got, he, had, he hit six different receivers on his first two drives. Um, and another Cole Beasley touchdown. Another Cole Beasley touchdown. This was also when uh, he had what what you and I both termed the most Tony Romo-esque play, where he got flushed from the pocket, had to spin, broke a tackle, and then managed to find a, a Rod, uh, Rod Smith for the big first down that then we converted for the touchdown. Um, so Dak is just continuing to impress. I mean – 
the dude is, is scoring a lot of TDs. He has a he has a 94 passer rating through five games this year. Um, he looks really good. Uh, but man, the the and then it would just be as soon as the other side of the ball took over, man, defense just completely phoned it in. Yeah, so once again, you know, second drive was really the only drive all day. We get two sacks. Um, David Irving, who, um, as only Cowboy fans can do, including ourselves, everyone who's out is just amplified about how good they are. Yeah. <laughs> and so David Irving coming back was going to fix this thing, and sure enough, second drive, he goes in and boom, gets a sack. And you had to love that. Yeah, love David Irving. Um, obviously, Cowboy fans got really used to watching him do some really special stuff last year. And we all really wanted to see what he could do this year. And he's off to a hot start. I mean, two sacks in his first game. That's great. Um, and Tank looks good as well. The pass rush was was there enough on, on in some aspect of this game. But, man, they were just picking on Jalen Smith and Anthony Hitchens. Um, we are threadbare at linebacker. Man, you know, the Rams really exposed what any team, I guess, can do now because this Aaron Jones cat is 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 not a premier player. And it's really just attack our linebackers, specifically Jalen. And, you know, he's a great story. And, and I know the Cowboys don't want to be using him as often as they are. We're just so banged up at linebacker. But, man, I mean, it's clear that teams are just just picking on our linebackers. Well, we were told before the season started, like, hey, this kid could start, but he's not going to be himself for quite some time. I mean, he's about 80% of the way there. The last 20% of your athletic ability is normally the difference between you being in the NFL and not being in the NFL. Yep. So, and, and we're asking him to do a lot. I mean, he's a rookie, as much as we yeah. want to say that, you know, so – um, and there's a lot of rookies out there, and and we'll get to to all that how we thought they played. I just kind of want to get through the game. So sure, sure. Um, we get the ball back, you know, drive again, once again. You know, Zeke was really, if you look at his stats in the first half, I think at one point he had like seven carries for 12 yards or something. I want to say I can't yeah. remember exactly what it was, but I mean he wasn't busting off big games, and Dak was he just getting hit in the backfield. Back. First play of the game was a screen pass out to Zeke where he got blown up by a rookie <laughs> yeah. corner for a four-yard loss, which was not a great way to set the tone. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, they overcome it. They go down, and honestly, Dak's prettiest pass of the day threads the needle to Dez, who's still that dude when it comes to red zone. Um, good to see him get a touchdown and pick on their corner. That was right in the money. I mean, that could have been any receiver out there. That was just a beautiful pass. Absolutely, absolutely, and like you said, it's just great to see Dez uh, put in the work, put in the get get the the looks. Um, you know, the guy has taken a ton of heat over the last couple weeks. Um, yep, and and he was uh, he was him and uh, Bryce Butler both definitely turned in very healthy games. Um, we'll get into uh, my favorite receiver in the world, Terrence Williams. Yeah, shortly, we'll get there. But, so so that, that's ten plays. Um, you know, another. Six-minute drive, beautiful. We're up 21-6 because their field goal kicker is not Lord Bailey. So, of course, he missed. 21-6, to six, Ben. I know. 21-6, to six, midway through the second. When, um, when how, That is so close to being last week's score at about the same time, it blows my mind. Like, we had two times now. We've had these teams on the ropes. Another touchdown will break their back. And we just let them back in the game. Yeah, so then they go and march right back down a little before the half. I think, yeah, they leave us about a minute left. Um, we had a couple third downs, chances to get off the field and never could, um, which is just the real difference, I think, between this year and last year. Last year we were not a great takeaway team. We were not a great sack team, but we were pretty good at getting off the field on third downs. Um, yeah. I, I don't have the stat. I, I'm interested to look it up. You know, we'll talk about it next time. But we have to be one of the last of the league on, on defensive third down conversion. Oh, yeah. I mean, people have eaten us alive on third down. Um, it's not a good look. So so they march down. It's another extra point, And it's still, at this point, 21 to 12. Um, I'm still thinking we're looking good. You know, we have three scores. The offenses look fine. And uh, right before the half, yeah, you know. punt until the third quarter. No, 
No, no, no. I mean, yeah, the first three drives, three touchdowns in the fourth drive at the half. I mean, you yeah. just, you know, we only had a minute. You know, if there's one thing you can get on, and I don't even think this is Dak, this may just be young, is we're not as we're not equipped well in my mind to go two minute drills on teams. Um, but I think that just comes with time. I mean, Tony didn't get there until later in his career either I want to say agreed and that's and the two-minute drill is so much more about the quarterback making those decisions than executing plays that are called and Dak has been his best when he's either executing a play as called or just making something happen and neither of those are what you do during a two-minute drill two-minute drill is like where you show off your ability to diagnose a defense and pick it apart using audibles and plays that you're calling at the line. And that's not what you – you don't see a lot of rookie or second-year quarterbacks running super effective two-minute drills. I have seen Dak score very quickly when it when he needed to. Um, you know, last year against the Eagles comes to mind. Uh, last year at the end of the game against the Packers in the playoffs. Um, I mean, even this, even, even this game, at the end of the game, um, we would see a, a beautiful drive put together by Dak and company. So he's getting there, but like you said, it's, it's not the strongest point in the offense. Um, third quarter, only score there is a is – a, we gave up a field goal, which I'm okay with after giving up a 71-yard drive in three, four minutes. Um, yeah. They're marching on us. Fine giving up that. And then, honestly, we just got well, owned in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they – well, look at – oh, yeah, you're right. They scored it right at the beginning of the fourth. Technically, the first play of the fourth, I guess, they scored that touchdown to go up 22-21. So, I saw this stat, our wonderful subreddit, our Cowboys stat of the day. I'm sure you did, too. <laughs> in, uh, in the second quarter of games this season, we've outscored our opponents 65 to 33 um which is incredible uh we've we've definitely got things going in the first half at least second quarter third quarter we've been outscored 37 to 7 by opponents now do you think that that is are people just making adjustments are we easy to adjust to do we come out flat i believe i saw some i think we've received the ball four out of five times to begin this season so a little bit of that is their offense has come out in the second half and they've just, I guess, just instantly drived on our defense. But um, you got to question the coaching. I, I do. I mean, I don't – if there's adjustments that are being made, I don't, I don't necessarily know if we've missed them or if they really had to, but it just seems like teams are either figuring us out or D's getting winded or um, – either way, it's, it's a bad look. I agree. I agree. Um, we do get a 43-yard field goal from Dan Bailey to go back up. Um, and then the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, we are second and three. Or no, we're second and seven. And on third down – or no, it's – yeah. So we go two plays, we get three yards. And on third down, third and seven, um, on our own 21-yard line, Dak tries to hit Terrence Williams on a pass that, for the love of God, should be caught with your hands. How many games a year does this guy lose for us? And I'm trying to be positive about him. <laughs> I mean, it's – I would say that there is – you can make a case that every year that we've been fans of this team, which was long before Mr. Williams played here, Mr. T Terrence Williams has single-handedly lost a game once a year for the last five years. I think that that that's a catch you you can't have. I mean, the offense has, has been in control all day. We have one punt on the entire afternoon, and uh, we're leading at this point. You know, after Dan Bailey's field goal, so we're up twenty four twenty two. If we go up, if we go up, we force a punt for the first for only the second time on the day. We force them to go yeah. three and out. And then we just blow it. I, I, man, this guy, I mean, that, that changed the whole dynamic of the game. Instead of having a long driver eating clock, now we're playing catch up. It's, and it's the second game in a row where we have this one play 
that just completely changes the dynamic of the entire contest. Last week it was Ryan Switzer um, with one of the worst punt return decisions I've ever seen. And this week it was Terrence Williams trying to body catch a slant pattern. Just yep. doesn't so make any this sense. This next drive has been one has been highly, if you've heard, you know, radio pundits or analysts or just armchair quarterbacks like ourselves, um, people keep questioning this drive, and I really want to get your take on it. So we get the ball back with like 10 minutes left in the game, 9.56. And we just methodically go down the drive, just pounding Zeke. I mean, it's clear at this point we do what we normally do and teams are gassed or we're just overpowering them at line of scrimmage and Zeke is just busting off yards. We're driving really well. Um, we get to a fourth and one situation in their side of the field and uh, I think there's about 215 or something left and yep. Zeke literally saves us by – diving over the pile and reaching the ball out. That yep. was uh, – I don't know if you saw that live. I did. I did see that live. Yeah, so that that's crazy. So we now have a two-minute warning of first and 10 from their 19. Um, and this – you know, we run, of course, in first play, eight yards. And this is the play people keep questioning. I personally am okay with it because the first thought there has to be score touchdown, right? You're down four. Yep. I know it's not magical. I mean, we like I just said, points we, aren't guaranteed in this league, my man. We nearly got stopped on fourth and one. There was no, no guarantee we were going to score when we wanted, you know, uh, like if we just decided to keep pounding Z. So I had really no problem with second and one throwing it up to Dez. Stop the clock, but I don't know. People really hated that play call. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't have any problem with how the Cowboys played the last drive. You get the ball with 10 minutes left. All I could ask of them is to eat as much clock as humanly possible and give our defense as long as possible to rest on the bench before coming back on the field to try to stop Aaron Rodgers. Um, they did that. 17 plays, 79 yards, 8 minute and 43 second drive. Yeah. I mean, this, score. Was a, this was an 8 minute, 43 second drive. And people were basically asking, I guess, that to be 9 minutes and 30 seconds. I mean, it's yeah. insane to me. I mean, I guess you could have Dak lay down at the one and then. Man, you, you don't want that, right? Like, no, you, no you saw of course that, not. No, I'm just saying, like, I don't know what these people believe the option to be. Like, if they do that and you get so cute and do that, like, say, Dak takes a knee at the one and we pound Zeke, what do you get a false start? What if you get a hold there? What if what if like, Zeke fumbles? Yeah, what if Zeke fumbles? What if like he we just got stopped nearly on a fourth and one? We literally had to have Sky Cam bail us out. Yeah. And I just, man, so you had to have him score there. Same with if Dez caught that touchdown, I wouldn't have I would have been okay. The offense, like I said, went eight forty three. Anyone who thinks that they didn't eat enough clock there, I mean, I I get it. I don't trust our defense either. I just don't know what to tell you're asking there's no much. way in the history of the world that anyone sat there watching that drive and was like man too much time it left him too much time they should have taken you 10 know, minutes weirdly you said that i don't think the 10 minute part but the first thing i was watching with two people and they both go mm, that's too much time for aaron like you you said you were pumped at acl y'all thought okay we got this clearly they're not going to go 80 yards i didn't think they go 80 yards but my first thought went to that made it 31 28 and my first thought went to, okay, well, we'll probably hopefully hold him to a field goal here and, <laughs> and go to overtime. <laughs> go to overtime. I knew it was going to be that. I mean, literally two plays in, and they go – they get the ball back with 118 on the clock, and or 113. We scored at 118, and they go 14 yards, stop it, 14 yards to Marty Bennett. <laughs> God. Insult his favorite human. And then, then they run uh, this Aaron Jones, who might as well have, have been in the Hall of Fame um, after this game. And they instantly get down to our 32 with 30 seconds left. So at this point, you pretty much know they have the field goal. Um, now they throw, you know, they run Aaron Jones again before they call their final timeout, which I thought was a little cute on them. And I kind of thought they were playing for the field goal. Um, third down comes up in the backbreaker. Um, now, 
from what I've heard from people, they had Aaron Jones come up on this third and eight out of the backfield, and both linebackers followed him. Both Hitchens and um, I believe it was Durant followed him, and one of them was supposed to spy Rodgers. Rodgers, being the veteran he is, runs out of the pocket. Benson Mayowa, unable to make the tackle. David Irving somehow gets outran, and he runs for a season-long 18 yards. And at this point, um, what are you thinking? I mean, that's game, right? Did you did you think we were still going to stop him, or how'd you no, feel? No, no. I mean, and and quite honestly, so at this point, I'm I'm on GameCast watching the game. And as I'm walking away from watching and I pull up the game cast, there's so many people at the festival that it takes time to load. And I, and I had walked away maybe 30 seconds before and it already showed them 35 yards downfield. <laughs> and I could not believe it. I was like, you it was bad, man. are kidding me. And then when I saw that 18-yard run come up, I was like, man, we're not, we're not stopping them. That's it. So they throw at Jordan Lewis, who honestly had a pretty decent game. Um, I, he had I can't several great pass breakups. He had three PDs on the stat right. sheet. So they throw at him and incomplete. And apparently, I don't know if you heard this story, he runs back to the huddle and goes to Rogers, who smugly told reporters afterwards he was calling the plays on that final drive just so the world knew how brilliant he was. Oh. Um, it, the man's not short on confidence. Guys. No, he's not. No, he's not. And he uh, apparently Adams ran back in and goes, throw it to me again. And Roger's like, okay. And they run the same play. And, and this time throw it a little higher. And um, what can you do? I mean, best quarterback in the league for my money. So, <sighs> Well, it's another – It's it is an unfamiliar and yet very familiar story. And I think that as as uh, full disclosure, as two Texas Tech fans talking to you, the cries of "Man, if only our team could just give up thirty every week, we would win all the time." Yeah. If the Cowboys, if the Cowboys give up thirty points the last two weeks, four and one. And probably in the top five in the power rankings, and everyone's talking about how this is a Super Bowl favorite, and et cetera, et cetera. Instead, here we are at two and three, coming off of back-to-back games where, I mean, dominate in this one. You know, sixty more yards, more first downs, dominate time of possession. Mm-hmm. Great stat lines from all the star players. Zeke goes for over 100. Dak throws three touchdowns, rushes one in. And yet we lose in embarrassing fashion in the last two minutes of the game. And at some point you have to begin. I mean, first of all, you know, it's definitely a defensive issue. Um, We just don't have the talent on that side of the ball that we do on the other and we do have a lot of rookies. It's no secret we gutted this team last year um, in the secondary specifically. Um, we do miss Barry Church. Um, I'll even go so far as to say we miss Brandy Carr. So uh, I'll, I'll go so far as to say we miss Brandon Carr and maybe even Morris Claiborne um, at this point. Now, I do see great things from some of these rookies. Um Cheeto has flashed plays. Jordan Lewis has looked really good for being the rookie that he is. Um, Do you want to guess real quick how many times the 2016 Cowboys gave up 35 points? I'm going to go with twice. The trick question there was they did not. Wow. Um, Now, we gave up. 30 points or over 30 on I'm not really going to count week 17 because we were benching starters at that point against sure. Philly. Um, actually, they only scored 27, so never mind on that either. But um, only twice last year did opponents score 30. Um, so that's uh, the Steelers. Correct. So the Steelers game, which we won in a shootout. 
and in the playoffs where the Packers beat us similar score, 34-31 this time. This time, back-to-back games giving up 35 points at home. At home. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Um, And like I said, I don't really know what you do from here. Um, You know, you're not about to go out and sign a new secondary midseason. Who's even available? Sure. So you have to do with what you have. Now, like I said, I think that some of the plays I've seen from these rookies, I think they have good. I think they have good potential. Do I think that this team, as it stands right now, can win a Super Bowl championship? No, I do not. Um, uh, I, I have seen certain pieces of this team take steps forward this year, um, namely Dak Prescott. I think he is than he was last year and a better leader and in games last year where it was on him to beat the other team he struggled mightily and this year it's happened almost every game because the line is not playing like itself whether that's chemistry or father time or whatever um you know this last game was zeke's best game from a yardage perspective um so another stat I heard, this is the third game already this season where the opposing team's running back has outrushed Ezekiel Elliott. And he's not having that bad of a season. Yeah, I mean, I think that is has way more to do with our defense. Oh, than no, that's offense. what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. Last year, the run defense, if I'm not mistaken, was like number two in the, the NFL. And that's mainly because our offense kept everyone off the field. But, yeah, I mean, it's clear that they can't – they're unable to replicate that. So you have a yeah. defense that can't get off the field on third down, can't stop the run, has a young secondary. So we know we're going to have struggles there. And then you have an offense, which still very, very good. I think if any problem you have with the offense, it's I guess the O-line's just not as dominant. We're not getting as much yardage on first down. But I don't, I don't have any other fear with them other than that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I have to say I think that Conley back in the worst way possible. I think that David Irving did bring something to this team, and I think that the experience will continue to help the rookies. Um, I do think that by the end of this season, provided we are healthy, we will be a much better team than what we are looking at right now. The question is, will that be in time for us to be a playoff contender and will the rest of our division do bad enough for us to be in the hunt? Because yeah. last year we didn't really have to worry about that. We were killing it from, we lost that first game. We rattled off what 11 straight or something ridiculous. Yep. And then lost again to the giants. Um, and you know, luckily some of the teams in our division are doing us favors right now. Um, you know, the, the Giants are an absolute dumpster fire. Um, yeah, let's, so, so peeking at our division right now, um, sure. let's, let's do that real quick. We have, as you mentioned, the Giants, who are the only thing that makes me happy after a Cowboys loss is just seeing how distraught <laughs> New York fans are. Yeah. Um, they moved to 0-5, and they lose Brandon Marshall for the season and Odell Beckham Jr. for the season. So they're completely done, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I really don't see they, – they do not legitimately have a weapon on offense. I mean, people no have high hopes for Evan No line, no run game, aging quarterback, only threat at wide receiver really gone, and really the only hope of a secondary threat at wide receiver gone. Um, and they're dealing with injuries to – uh, Olivier Vernon and uh, Mr. Firework Hands. <laughs> yeah, and I think old Ben McAdoodle do is going to get thrown out this season. Well, they, they should have been- never hired a guy that looked so much like a child molester to be their head coach in the first place. That was 
You and know he looked bad last year, and somehow it's creepier with the agreed, look. Agreed. Like someone needed to tell him, you just start with the mustache man, and the rest, yeah, the rest exactly. should take care of itself. Exactly, hundred <laughs> percent agreed. Um, the Redskins, on the other hand, I don't know what to make of them. Um, they beat the Rams. Um, they beat the Raiders. Looked really good against the Raiders. Um, they lost to the Chiefs, but not, you know, not, you know, not like the Chiefs. Everyone's losing the Chiefs, and it's not like they lost to the Chiefs like we lost to the Broncos. No. So, time will tell on that one. We do get to see them play the 49ers uh, this weekend. That so should be a win for them. Good preview of uh, what we can expect against yeah, the 49ers. I think I read the Niners are about to play four straight games all against the NFC East. So Yeah. The, right now, you know, the uh, FBI has the Redskins uh, with an 11% chance uh, to win the division, a 27% chance to make the playoffs, and a projected record of 8-8. Eight and eight. They're one of those teams that's hard for me to put a finger on. Um, I think Kirk Cousins is good. I'm sold on that, whether their front office is or not. Uh, but they they have, a, like, I guess you could call it a three-headed – running back monster, but not really a monster, just kind of Chris Thompson's made some plays. They got fat Rob. Um, yeah, they got some weapons. I mean – And their offense, you just never really know is going to hit. Jordan Reed's perpetually hurt. Terrell Pryor and Kirk have not really been in sync yet. So, they're, they're – t- and I really don't know anything about their defense, um, except Norman's about to be out for about a month. Okay, so if I, if, I, if I give you those numbers, if I tell you that the Redskins are projected 8-8 eight and eight, 11% chance to take the division and 27% chance to make the playoffs by FBI. What do you think the same numbers for Dallas are? Start with their record. What do you? What is the projected record for Dallas by At FBI? At this point, I'm going to say they project us still to be 9-7. and 8-8. Eight and eight. Okay. Chance, they, got, they have the Redskins with an 11% chance to win the division. What is our percentage chance to win the division? I'm going to say – I'm going to guess a little higher where we got like 15, 17. Try nine. Okay. Well, And then what is our chance to make the playoffs with the Redskins sitting at 27%? <laughs> 10. Five, 17. Five. 17. <laughs> okay. Okay. We are two and three. I mean, we have a losing record. We've looked yeah, bad. The reason I thought we'd be in front is we haven't lost a division game yet, but and we were projected the same record. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean – I'll look at this, and we'll 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 do a peek ahead segment if you want to look yeah. at this upcoming schedule. But you got to be an optimist to see a lot of wins in there. It's not an easy schedule. Um, so yeah, let's let's do that now. So we got the 49ers well, wanna, in two weeks. Real quick, you want to you want to touch on Philly or no? We want to talk. About oh yeah, yeah, Philly. Okay, so yeah, Philly. Uh, Philly's doing their thing. Um, they're four and one. They're ahead of the entire division. 2-0 at home. Um, their only loss, was, it was a, a seven-point beat by the Chiefs. Um, everybody else, they've, I mean, they did barely squeak by the Giants. Um, yeah, but, you know, division games. For sure, division games. And they barely squeaked by the, the Chargers. But they put a beating on the Cardinals. Are you a Carson Wentz believer yet? Because I'll be honest, heading into the season, I was key on the he's really not that good. And – Pennsylvania's looked looked pretty uh pretty stout in my mind through five games this year. Okay, I will say, <laughs> I I too first of all I also was in the camp of he's not that good. Um, I think that the people around him have played significantly better. I think he's gotten. And I do think he's developed. So I will say he is much better than last year. Um, he does have fewer touchdowns than Dak Prescott, so let's not get carried away. But I hear Radio guys say this. Would you trade Dak for Carson Wentz? At not, all? Even, not even with another player attached. Yeah, I feel that way too, but there's people out there that are, I guess, I mean, really sold on, on Carson Wentz. Um, and I guess I'm just really sold on Dak still. So, yeah, um, you, you know, 
Carson Wentz has got to win quite a few games before I put him in the same category as Dak. Yeah, they started out hot last year, too, before we humbled them. So we'll see. We'll see. But right now they're looking good. They play Carolina this Thursday. Um, Carolina's also 4-1 and and looking very good. They've beaten the Patriots. They've beaten um, oh the Detroit, who's looked pretty good. So yeah. I would um, I'll keep eyes on that game. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be real interesting. Most definitely. Um, you know, I think we've all seen every team in our division get really hot at the beginning of the season and then turn out really bad. So it's kind of a wait and see at this point. Um, as far as the games going forward for the Cowboys. Um, we do have a bye week this week, which I'm honestly very thankful for. Um, I thought it was a little early early in the year, but maybe right now it's perfect time. I, I think we need a week to heal. We need to get Sean Lee back on the field. Um, and we need to figure this thing out, man. I think our head isn't right. I don't know what it is. I mean, at this point, it's beginning to feel like a monkey on our back where we get way up in these games and then lose. Um that can be really, really detrimental to your psyche. Um, yeah, we didn't blow. I'm gonna say we didn't blow a single lead last year in the fourth quarter. Um, I could be wrong on that, but we only had three losses all year. Um, because, like I said, I'm not really not counting Week 17. That was a lot of backups, and in all of those, I'm pretty sure we were down most of those games. So it's a weird trend. We're built to protect leads. Yeah. You would think with this offense and offensive line. Um, but the defense, man, can't get anyone off the field. I think that's that's the that's gonna be the question all year. Now the that that begs this question. Do you think that a different defensive coordinator could do better with this selection of personnel than Rod Marinelli? So I hear a lot of Cowboys fans complaining about coaching right now. I don't – maybe, you know, we run a pretty basic defense from what I hear. We don't blitz a whole lot. I don't know, though, outside of Sean Lee, I mean, who's really a Pro Bowl talent? I, you could say Demarcus Lawrence. Um, this year. Flashes of it. But I'll tell you what, man. They Three straight games now with zero turnovers for us, which I know is a Marinelli preaching. Um and there's I, – I can't name another player outside of Sean Lee that I have confidence in week in, week out to actually show up and look good. Yeah, and we've had – we've seen games this year where Rashawn isn't himself. Um, the Denver yes. game, Sean looked like the worst – that is maybe the worst game of Sean Lee's career. So I guess my, my – that was a long-winded way of me saying no. I don't – I think it's personnel more than Marinelli. Now they're really young. So we'll see, but I, I just – I don't think you could put Bill Belichick in there, who's a defensive genius and get yeah. great results right now. Well, I'll tell you what. They've got to figure it out because, like we said, they have the bye. Then they go play in San Francisco, which should be a win, um, which is what we said about the Rams and Arizona, which turned out to be harder than it should have been. Um, then we play Washington, which I think we can beat them, but, again, it's a division game. And we better have our shit together, friend, before the 5th of November because we go Chiefs at Atlanta, home against the Eagles, all in a row. That is a tough three-week stretch to play. Really four because Washington's before that. And, well, and Washington is, is – uh, not only is Washington before that, but then we get after the Eagles, we get the Chargers as a brief break, and then we play the Redskins again. Yeah. So, so if you look in that whole, I believe I, I peaked, um, that whole that four stretch of games is going to be incredibly tough. Um, you're looking at the NFC representative of the Super Bowl Falcons, who've looked a little off. I mean, a lot of teams have, but they're going to be tough. KC, which has been head heels the best team everybody. in the NFL. Yeah. Philly, who's got to have been a top five team to this point, and division foe. And then after that, I'm pretty positive. Um, you can read it off after after the Chargers, who aren't very good, but it's a tough little in Redskins at New York, at Oakland, home against the Seahawks, at Philly. 
nothing in there screams easy. I know Oakland's no. in the same boat we are. They're, they've dropped three straight, and they're kind of yelling, the sky's falling. But if Derek Carr's back then, which he um, I don't consider that to be a walk in the park. No, I will say this. The one thing, and this is a double-edged sword, because on one hand, it gives you hope. On the other hand, it'll never let you say die, which means that every loss is painful. The issue on this team is not talent. The as Even as bad as the defense has played, if they play just barely up to snuff and the offense does what we know they're capable of doing, this team can win, can end up with nine or ten wins this year. It can happen. They can be on the field with anybody when they're playing their game correctly. Like I said, because with that mindset, you go into every game knowing in the, no matter how much you tell yourself, hey, they've sucked this year, the line isn't the same, Zeke isn't the same. You go into every game thinking, well, they could turn it on. This could be it. Maybe they wake up. And that is a tough place to find yourself as a fan, for sure. I think you're going to see this team in a lot of dogfights this year. I don't think we'll see many runaway wins. And you, we'll see what they can do with that. I mean, I think we're going to be a lot of games coming down to one possession here. I agree. Um, and they're going to have to learn to win those games. So far, they, are, they have not done good. They have not done good on, on these uh, hard-fought, grind-out wins. I mean, we got one against Arizona, which we needed. Um, yeah, but we even kind of took over that game. Um, but sure. I agree. It was, it, was still, it was still necessary. But in these, just, these last two games, which are basically just who's going to get it in the final quarter, um, yeah, we weren't, up, we weren't up to task. Yeah, and I mean, I can't really fault the offense much right now. I mean, like we said going through the game on Sunday, when this offense is putting up 30-plus points and putting up 10-minute drives and rushing for 100 yards, it's hard for me to blame them for a loss when the other team scores 35 points, especially one that's as shorthanded as Green Bay was last week. I just can't. I can't put the blame on the offense. So for all the complaints we have about Zeke, the line, you know, individual contributors on the line, even Terrence Williams can get a pass because it's not like they aren't going out there and putting up 10 points. You know, if this was a, if this was a situation where the Cowboys offense is punting six times a game, other team is beating us 17 to six, I, you know, I think we would we would be in a much worse shape, and it would be a lot less confusing because um, we just don't ask our defense to win us games that much. We're not we're not demanding they be the Seahawks. We're not going to put up 14 points and tell the defense to to win this thing. We really just need them to get a couple key stops and a takeaway. Yeah, one takeaway would be great. Now. The other thing we didn't really discuss about the game last week, and I think that it has been something that the Cowboys have struggled with as of late, is, man, the, the penalties have been backbreakers. Um, some of them are just downright unreal. Um, we've had some ridiculous face-masking penalties. Um, on Sunday, on second down, we get – Tank Lawrence gets a sack that puts Aaron Rodgers at a 16-yard loss on his own two-yard line. We're going to be third and 26 from the Packers' two. And Benson Mayowa, who by all accounts is a pretty decent player a lot of the time, makes one of the stupidest plays I've ever seen in my life. We get an unsportsmanlike conduct – yeah, I didn't like that call, but I also understood, and uh, we had questionable go against us, but we have just seemed to get penalties at bad times this season. We just got to play can't do smart. That. And that's coaching, though. That's coaching. Yeah, it's coaching. It's discipline. Um, it's all the intangible things that you can't quantify on a stat sheet, and that is where the Cowboys are losing games right now. Like I said, you read down this. you read down the stats on these games, man, this, these are not situations where you're like, oh, th this team got whooped. This team just got whooped. There's just no two ways about it. They got killed. Um, 
like I said, I mean, you, you're looking down this stat sheet. Jordan Lewis, rookie corner, three passed, passes defensed. David Irving with two sacks. Demarcus Lawrence with a sack and a tackle for loss. Malik Collins with a tackle for loss. Tyron Crawford with a sack. I mean, when this team gets four sacks, I would have – if you told me coming into the game the Cowboys are going to get four sacks on Aaron Rodgers, I would have told you, hell yeah, we got a great chance of beating that team. On the other side, they sacked Dak once. Yeah, the protection held up better today or uh, Sunday. Um, we got four sacks, which was beautiful. But once again, we're just – But we, we lost two fumbles. <laughs> And we had an interception. And in a game, if you can, if you only lose by one more point than you had turnovers, that might be the answer to the mystery right there. True. So, True. well, I mean, you know, I think we, you and I can probably beat a dead horse all night. Um, I think we've mostly gone through the the ins and the outs of what what was going down in this one. Um, very disappointing. We're heartbroken moments. too, Cowboys Nation. We're heartbroken too. It's, it's rough. It is not easy for us to accept that this team might be just a little bit more mediocre than we all believed they were. Um, this was a team that was really anointed before the season started to go 13-3 with all rookies in your backfield, your offensive stars, to have maybe the best rookie season for a quarterback-running back duo of all time. Um. And to come out two and three, it's not looking good. Um, so I think that this is, uh, like we said, this is a crucial bye week. We're going to learn a lot about this coaching staff based on how this team comes out against San Francisco next two weeks from now. Um, if they come out sharp, laser-focused, go up big in the first half, and then put their foot on the throat of the 49ers and clamp down and win this game and – stunning fashion um it's not going to be a win that makes or breaks the season because it's san francisco but it will give a lot of people out here in cowboy nation a lot of hope a lot of hope agree they got to come out um look strong one thing to keep an eye on i would encourage all people is that zeke decision might be looming if anything can ruin the bye week it would be us getting screwed there Indeed. I don't think it's going to happen, but let's just let's let's mention it for our people out there in case we have to come back to this depressed uh, in, in a week or two. We'll be on Zeke Watch. Um, I think we all, if there's one piece of this organization we have faith in, it's Jerry Jones's money and Jerry Jones's lawyers. Uh, but hey, this is the NFL. You never know. You never know. So, anyway, ladies and gents, that is Boys Be Boys for this week. Um, if you like what you have heard, please feel free to like and subscribe on the SoundCloud. Leave us a comment. Leave us a rating. Um, feel free to reach out to me or Ben. Uh, give us some feedback. Tell us what you'd like to hear more of, what you'd like to hear less of. Uh, and uh, we will get at you after the bye week uh, to do a little preview of the 49ers more in depth. Sound good, Ben? Sounds good, brother. I am Benjamin Walker. That is Anthony Gotelli, and we are signing off. Audi. <laughs>